For much of this year, the news on the economic front has been dominated by gloom and doom. The coronavirus pandemic has had the entire world in its grips for over nine months now. While India is not alone in feeling the pain, it certainly is one of the most affected major economies of the world. Now, as the economy is reopening after several months of strict lockdowns and no activity, some indicators are pointing to a recovery of sorts for India. But there also are some very confusing paradoxes and mixed signals. Household income remains constrained, but surveys show a positive future outlook. When labor participation was significantly low, the employment rate staged a smart recovery in May and June. But now that the offices are opening, the outlook for October is weak. And most confusing of all, even as demand in the economy is squeezed, inflation continues to be high. In fact, Retail inflation climbed to an 8-month high in September and wholesale inflation to a 7-month high. Why? What explains high retail prices in these times? What impact will it have on interest rates? And when could we expect food prices to see some cooling? Let's take a deep dive with AKB to understand. Welcome to the show AKB. Hi. First things first, what exactly is inflation? What does it measure and how is it measured? Inflation uh, is, uh, in simple uh, English language, uh, is a measurement of uh, the movement in prices of uh, goods, uh, mainly in India, because services uh, are also included, uh, but only in the consumer price index, not in the wholesale price index. Uh, it uh, is uh, calculated uh, through uh, surveys on the basis of uh, information that is obtained from uh, industry associations and manufacturers and service providers. Uh, in India, uh, in the last few years, we have been seeing two major instruments uh, or indices to measure the rise or movement in prices or inflation. Uh, the one is uh, the consumer price index, uh, which is uh, maintained and compiled by the National Statistics Office under the Ministry of Statistics. Uh, and the other one is uh, the wholesale price index, which is managed and whose data is compiled by the Ministry of Industry, uh, in which we have an office of the economic advisor. That office compiles that data. Uh, wholesale price index uh, captures uh, the rise or movement in prices uh, at the wholesale end, which means mostly it is a kind of a producer price, uh, the price uh, which is paid by the producers because this is the wholesale price uh, or intermediate uh, suppliers uh, or procurers of raw materials. And the consumer price index captures the price that consumers, you and I, pay. There's a key difference between the two indices, the wholesale price index, as well as the consumer price index. The consumer price index, the weights, which means the emphasis that is given to the role that uh, certain commodities will play are very different. In the consumer price index, there is uh, a weight of all, almost 48% that is given to food items whereas in wholesale price index 
that weight is much lower at around 14-15%. So therefore, whenever food prices or beverage prices, they go up, then the consumer price index is acutely impacted. Whereas in the wholesale price index, the, the impact of food prices is not generally felt. In the wholesale price index, the manufactured goods, they have a larger weight, uh, almost 64%. But why are we seeing this paradox of low demand but still high prices? This is happening largely because uh, even as uh, the demand side has picked up uh, after uh, the easing of the lockdown provisions in the economy, people have come out in the markets uh, to buy goods. Uh, if you look at all the indicators uh, from July, August uh, onwards, uh, people are coming out and uh, consuming little more than they did uh, in the first three months of the current financial year. Whereas the supply side is still constrained. Uh, workers have still not come back uh, in the same numbers that they were uh, earlier before the COVID-19 hit the Indian economy. Uh, so there is a mismatch between the demand side and the supply side. Once the supplies pick up, then probably you will see this dichotomy between low demand and high prices have been taken care of. There is another factor at play, which is of expectations. Even the Reserve Bank of India has talked about the expectations in the householder survey. They talk about how the expectations of higher prices have actually led to a firming up of the food price index. And the same survey also notes that after December, the expectations uh, will probably subside and prices will uh, decelerate uh, to some extent. Uh, in short, what is happening is uh, that the supply side is not matching with the demand side. And that's why you see that in spite of relatively low demand, retail prices are rising. What is the healthy rate of uh, inflation, both in wholesale and retail terms? Well, uh, strictly speaking, there is uh, no healthy rate. Uh, what we can say uh, is that uh, the Reserve Bank of India's Monetary Policy Committee uh, is given the task that the retail prices or the retail inflation rate should move within a band of 2% and 6%. Uh, the, the, the middle uh, rate is 4%. In other words, the retail price index or the retail inflation level should be at 4% and it could move down to 2% or it could move up to 6%. Uh, in other words, uh, inflation should not be too low, but inflation should not be too high. In the Indian context, uh, uh, we have seen very high inflation rates. Um, uh, in the 1980s, uh, we have seen inflation rate going up to even 17-18%. Uh, in 1990s, early 1990s, inflation rate has been in double digits. Uh, but in the last few years, inflation has remained uh, very modest. Uh, uh, any inflation rate that goes above 5% 
cause is concerned. Uh, and in 2016, uh, the government came out with a legislation uh, that uh, bound the RBI to keep the inflation rate within a band of 2% and 6% that is based on the movements in the uh, consumer price index. What impact does high inflation have on GDP? If prices go up, uh, then naturally uh, it uh, affects consumption. Uh, if prices go up, it also affects investment in a certain way uh, because uh, demand suffers and if demand suffers, then people don't invest as much as they would like to. Uh, so there is an overall uh, slowing down of economic activity, both at the consumption level as well as the production investment level. So when both investment and consumption suffer, then the GDP, which measures the size of the economy, that also suffers. So there, there is a clear and direct correlation between inflation and GDP. For example, when oil prices go up, which contributes uh, in a substantial way uh, to a rise in the inflation rate, then also you will see that the GDP suffers. Uh, in the current COVID-19 context, what we are seeing is there is a demand uh, has weakened because of the risk aversion. On the other hand, supply disruptions have still not been fully removed. So therefore, this will have an impact on the overall growth rate and the size of India's economy. The RBI is often seen conflicted between inflation and growth. What should be the priority in a difficult economic situation like we are seeing today? In the current uh, situation, uh, the priority uh, has to be uh, growth uh, because as we know in the first quarter of uh, 2021, that is April to June 2020, uh, the Indian economy contracted by around 24%. Uh, in this situation, uh, it is important uh, to provide greater stimulus and take measures that can revive growth. Uh, so prices uh, are an important issue. Uh, as you just now uh, noticed that the retail prices have already crossed 7%. Uh, but the Reserve Bank of India in its October 9 policy did not raise interest rates. In the normal circumstances, if there were no COVID-19 situation, if there was no uh, growth uh, challenges uh, to the economy, uh, most probably the Reserve Bank of India would have raised the interest rates. But in this situation, it did not do so. It maintained its accommodative stance in the monetary policy review and postponed any decision on a rate hike, hoping that inflation rate will subside by the time uh, it meets again uh, in December. Uh, one does not know what stance the Reserve Bank of India will take in December. Uh, but my sense is that at this point in time, the growth is probably a, a, a bigger priority than inflation. Uh, and that is what uh, both the government as well as RBI are focused on. The government is coming up with a new series for consumer price index for industrial workers. What will change with that? The Consumer uh, Price Index for Industrial Workers uh, is an important uh, base for determining uh, the DNS allowance for industrial workers as well as for government employees. 
there are about uh, 30 million uh, industry workers. There are also about uh, 4.8 million uh, government employees, if you include uh, the states also. Uh, now, they uh, get uh, DNL as alarms based on the movement in the consumer price index for industrial workers. Uh, now, the base uh, on which uh, the consumer price index for industrial workers is calculated was last changed in 2001. Now, that base year is been revised to 2016. Now, this would mean uh, that uh, the, the share or the weight of the food items in the consumer price index for industrial workers will come down, whereas the non-food items, particularly housing, uh, entertainment, healthcare, education expenses, all those items, their weights will go up. The expectation is that once the 2016 base is included for calculating what has been the inflation rate for under consumer price index industry workers, the DNS allowance entitlement will go up for workers who are covered under the CPI industry workers um, uh, benchmark. There is a catch here uh, that uh, the industrial workers who are in the private sector may benefit uh, because of the revision in the base, because of the inclusion uh, of uh, non-food items getting uh, higher weight. But the government employees, uh, their DNS allowance has already been frozen till uh, July 2021. So, uh, while the base will go up, but the government employees will not benefit from a higher DA, which will remain frozen at uh, the 2020 March levels. Uh, so, probably from July 2021, they will also start getting the benefit uh, of the new base of consumer price index industrial workers, provided the DA freeze is lifted. In the present context, with the DA frozen, uh, how will the new series put more money in the hands of government employees? Government employees uh, may not get uh, more money immediately. Government uh, employees probably will get some more money if they take advantage of the LTC scheme that has been announced a few days ago. Uh, this decision to revise the consumer price index industry workers will not impact as much uh, the, the government employees as the industrial workers who are in the private sector. And as I said, they are about 30 million people. Uh, so this will benefit the private sector workers more than the government employees. Thanks for your insights, AKB. And thank you all for watching. We will be back next week with another deep dive with AKB. Thank you. If you like this video, share it and subscribe to Business Standard. For more news, views and insights, log on to www.business-standard.com. Do also follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Telegram and LinkedIn.